What up, man? Sit down. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Oh, man, I'm digging that cowboy hat, right? What up, man, and welcome to the battle. I'm your host, Oh, my nature. And I'm Ray Ray all day. Hey, what up, Ray? Oh, Fritz. Yeah, what a Jobo yeah. cop. We got Jobo. Hey, and I'm Jobo cop. No, don't, don't Jobo. do it. Jobo. Jobo cop's right here. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. You've just... Where's that Mana? Where's Mana? Mana not here. Mana's uh, in Maine. Jobo cop's in Maine. better bring back some friggin' lobster. I'll tell you yeah, that right better. now. He better. Just putting it out there, Mana. Lobster. Mana. Don't show up empty handed. Lobster. And we need some Kerrygold melted butter to dip that lobster That's in. That's some Kerrygold. I tell you what. You, when, Kerry gold. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like that, Archer? Yeah, yeah that's a bit you're of the down, Irish. You're down straight, I do. <laughs> and if you don't like it, you can kiss me off. Give me some of that salted butter. Hard. <laughs> you're red hot, man. Uh, slow down. Red you got Ray over here trying to show us his lucky charms. That was a fun sound effect. Man, you, remember the, you remember the first you. time Maynard brought us lobster back? Yeah, I cooked yours for you. You did. You spoiled bastard. You did, man. You did a great job. Well, here's the funniest part. Guess what? It ain't happening again. Here's the funniest part. I'm a Florida boy, so I ain't never had Maine lobster, right? So I get it to the... You know, you cooked it for me. I get it to the house. I'm like, damn. How the hell do I eat this thing? <laughs> I ain't got no tools, none of that. Well, you so. better redneck and nice. I did. You don't, have, you don't have the crackers or the peeler? Hell no. Nah. So oh, how'd you get it open? Nah. Knife, fork. <laughs> He's over there with a knife, a fork, fork, yeah. knife. Uh, yeah. A they got, spork. They got that Do you special the lobster fork. Oh, yeah. Fork. Yeah. Yeah. Have nah. you seen that guy? It's about that long. Oh, He's got it's those a little, little bitty guy. You know, you that's the it in the butter. guy that gets in the bottom. It's a wee right little butter knife. He's getting the crannies. He's getting the legs. I tell you what, though, it was damn good. Yes, it was. Well, I'm sure. It Plus, it was already good. cooked for you. It was great. It was great. What, do you want him to shell it for you as well? I did, actually. man, that guy cooks it. You think he was going to deshell it? Can you cook this for me, John? It's a Alive, and I don't want to kill it. Nah. This damn good lobster, though, wasn't it? I was over at the in-laws' house. I told, I told, he's uh, like, I gotta cook it. They're going, they're going. I'm like, well, cook that shit for me. <laughs> so no. I'm like, cook it up. I told a Mainer, I said, listen, just bring me two next time. <laughs> Screw Ray. <laughs> I'm not his personal little oi, oi, chef BL. Oh, you leave, you leave me behind like last week's, uh, last week's yeah, topic. Yeah, right. Oh, you'll be left <laughs> in the rear view, brother. For some lobster, oh, I don't even know you. So for, for, for a New England night, I got to ask, how does John eat lobster? Is, is it like a lobster po' boy? Do you just eat it with some... No. Dude, I love lobster and butter. Lobster po' boy? Would you say? Yeah, yeah boy. You never yeah. had a lobster po' boy? You said slobster. No, did I say slobster? You yeah. did. Oh, damn, boy. You had a slobster po' boy. Because he was drooling I was while looking he was talking at John. about it. Damn, I was looking at John. That causes you to drool looking at me. It causes you to drool. No. Joe, what you got in that LaCroix over there, it is, man? Uh, it's the other card. I'm sorry. Dr. Rangman, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you know how John eats a lobster. One bite. <laughs> Shut your damn mouth. Do you, do you suck all the juices out of the head? Before you my foot in your ass. <laughs> you listen, you're talking think, a lot of shit from a guy that cooked you a guy that cooked you a lot. Yeah, foot in your arse. I don't think you could kick that high. Oh, don't don't <laughs> don't put it fast past me, boy. No, Joe, Joe's been doing the hip abductor. I think no, he don't can worry get about his foot it. Up. I'd get I it can up send you more pictures. I'll be there tomorrow. No, no thanks. You sure? <laughs> I love you, bro. I'll but show you that pelvic thrust of you that I do not ever want to see again. You sure? Yeah. Save the thrusting for at the house. Okay. Save it for date night. 
Oh, he broke something. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Alex, I broke something. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, 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 objects in mirror are larger than they appear. Yeah. Sorry about that. So that's been my problem all these years. So I found out he's been using smoke and mirrors all these years. <laughs> 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 bigger than I was. Yeah. You know, he always does that. that Little Joey. Yeah, little, little Joey. Joey. We now know what he's Joey. talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not talking about a kangaroo. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, it's got a freaking micro penis over here. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, oh man. You stepped over the threshold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, dude. That is so funny. I tell you. Oh, I first heard that. Listen to this. I got to tell you, my cousin Austin, God bless him, went through high school with telling it. all the girls. <laughs> You can't date me. I've got a micro penis. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. And he probably got more dates wait, too, didn't he? He didn't know this was a thing. Oh, yeah? And nobody would date him in high school. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Poor I'm kid. Well, he's not very smart to be telling jer- girls that anyway. Well, you, know? you, well, you got to know my cousin. Lie he, about it. You got to uh, know my yeah, cousin. He's about as goofy as I am, you know. <laughs> Burke's saying, we I kept looking at mine in the mirror. That was my smart, problem this hey, whole yeah. time. Smart guys lie about it, and then at the end, they go, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I go, Dave Chappelle, gotcha. 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 Anyway, oh, my God. Schweppes. Man, we just, we just <laughs> White Claw. <laughs> I was in the pool. Guys. I was in the pool. You guys, I've got my White Claw here. Guys Night Out. Oh, yeah. Schweppes. Your LaCroix call. My LaCroix. LaCroix. Yeah, what's up about LaCroix? It's, it's actually LaCroix. Can you, what is the uh, name of that? A LaCroix. Apple Moosey. What? <laughs> if you say so. Look at the name Pample of this Lama LaCroix. Pample Moose. Pam- Dude, you do yeah, and you dude, clean it up. I have buddy. no I'll idea. Dude, that is like dude. chick drink right there. <laughs> oh my God. What are you doing bringing chick drinks into the well, dude, it's, it's what my wife bought. Yeah, there you go. It's what my wife bought. Blame it on the wife. Uh, I don't know what a pample moose is. Buy a lotion for you too, or what? But I'm pretty sure it smells good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and see, baby. Is that can like I smell your water? Can I smell your pample moose? Can I smell your pample moose? I just want to put my nose in it, please. Somebody <laughs> farted. It smells like pample moose. It smells yeah. like pample moose in here. Can I get a candle? That's what it smells like, like when Joe farts. Yeah. Pample moose. It's wow. Be, it's gotta be from. A I want to go to Starbucks tomorrow. I'll have a vintage pample moose, please. Works, yeah. You got anything in pample pumping moose? Yeah. Oh I have no God. idea how you say Pample this. Put a moose. What'd you say? Know. I have no. Where are we at? I don't know. Where are we? You've, you've totally. You've, you've, it's like you said. You're swirling water. Down <laughs> this train is going right off now. the rails quickly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, We're pretty much on the rails because tonight's topic is uh, lighten up. Yeah, lighten up. Lighten you? up. Were you ready? Friggin' lighten up, guys. Lighten up already. Lighten up already. What's oh, up man. with all these dudes stressing out all the time? I lighten up, will you? But before we lighten up, we're going to have some stats with JoJo coming to you live yeah. here on the Battle Podcast. Live from Studio One Rockefeller Center. Wow. Oh, my what an intro. Thank, thank what you very an intro, much. JoJo. Live from Studio 1A yeah. in Rockefeller Center. Yeah. Wait. Well, Jobo, oh, man. I, don't know where was, I just went there for a minute. Uh, <laughs> Studio 1A, Rockefeller Center. I, I have no idea. But, hey, guys, it's, uh, we're doing good on social media. Keep it up, and God bless you. <laughs> and that was Joe with today's. It's <laughs> right here. I'm on a podcast. Time out, time out, time out. I got to ask a question. Uh, that shit. Are you and Mike going to the same class? Yep. <laughs> I mean, what are, are you talking got, about? Are you they guys have calling no before class. the show? Buddy, I don't. You both I, got the same damn answer. Yeah, everything's good. Looks good. Yeah, good. Well, if it's not hacked or broken, it's good. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> it's still working. It's still functioning. We have an account. It is valid on Instagram, and that's really all you need to know. And if you were a man, you'd already know where we're at. You'd be listening to us. And the graph keeps going up and up and up and up. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. 
Good night. Those uh, crazy statistics. Anyway, at The Battle Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook, be sure to catch us on Spotify or wherever you download your audio segments. The Battle Podcast. Thank you, Joe. Oh, thank you, Joe Boca. You know what I realized? Back to the full money. What do they win, Johnny? We don't miss Maynard when he's gone. We yeah. don't miss them stats, do we? <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy. This is funny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> this is a true story. I got a guy. I got a guy. Okay. I, got a guy go. that, I know this guy. Go. I got a guy. But I got a guy. This guy I works for guy. me. He's been listening to the podcast. Does he is, drink Pample Moose? No. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, give, smells like I'm gonna it. give a little shout out to my, to, to my guy George, who's been listening to the podcast. What's up, George? What's what up, George? Hey, George. He, 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 How are you? He asked me, How are you? Will you shut up? <laughs> Going back to what I was saying, <laughs> he asked me the other day we were talking about the podcast. He says, "Well, did Demainer ever come up with any stats?" <laughs> I said that uh, no. <laughs> oh god! Uh, if I was if if he was actually gainfully employed by us, we would have already fired him. But you can't fire volunteers. Well, hell, we tried giving him a raise, but double or nothing. Well, I'm telling you what: when he gets back off of this hiatus, mm. he better bring lobster and beer. Yes, I agree. Some good beer, some maybe, stout beer, maybe something no, from Maine. I don't like stout beer. Something from well, Maine. Stick with a stick with a, yeah, a, about a Maine beer. Yeah, no, Coronas ain't right. nothing good. Mm. Liquid that comes out we of Maine. We are going to get so a what beer you, sponsor what are you before saying? we're sober with. John, did you, did you just say that nothing good comes out of Maine? No, beer, liquid wise. Oh, beer. beer. All right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Good booze know, coming man. out of Maine. Don't be hot. No, Them hillbillies do make some good shine, I guess. Yeah. There's some of your people, ain't they? Yeah, there's hillbillies in Maine, bro. Oh, okay. They migrated to Kentucky, man. Made oh. that, okay. Hooked up with a colonel and made that chicken. Well, I love that chicken. I guess they just started making bootleg moonshine in Kentucky. Yeah. And I was like, Screw Maine. We're just going to make our own. Well, they drove from Maine to, to Kentucky. <laughs> it all start. It all started further south than that. Yeah, it, it all did. started further. It south. all went south. It always starts it always further started south. south. Deep in the south, way uh -oh. south. Oh, what the hell? Was it's that? warm and moist. Anyway, I have well, no tonight's topic is lighten up, and that's what we need to do. We just need to lighten up, right, guys? Oh yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Don't take it's yourself time too serious. to lighten up with John. Welcome to this segment of Lightning Up, the Battle hey, Podcast. Guys. I know there's a lot of you out there right now. Please welcome the full. You want to hear the funny songs of Lightning Up with Full Money Johnny? It's enough of that shit. Ooh, I want to try that on candy. Can I get that? Oh, Play it at the house. Yeah, that's quite the groove, man. That's some baby Johnny. making music right there. It's man. only uh -huh. it's only a thirty second track, but Hold that on. should do. Sound like, like something came out of the seventies. <laughs> I said it's only a 30 second track, but that should do. Yeah. That'll cover all my bases. Wow. You can get you get around the bases? Yeah. 30 First. seconds? You you dang right I can. Holy cow, everybody. There's two kinds of people, the quick and the dead. Cubs win. Cubs win. That's bullshit. <laughs> wow. But yeah, I know as as guys, we tend to take ourselves too serious, actually. A lot of times. We really do. Well, I think that we have a stigma in our culture where men are supposed to take themselves too seriously at times. Yeah. And it puts an immense amount of pressure on us as men to be too stiff sometimes rather than lightening up. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, was I, right the I went there. I wasn't going to say there it. goes the producer. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, a, but the bottom line is, is that we got a lot of guys out there stressing out. Yeah. And we have this stigma that that's what guys are supposed to do. Yeah. Be serious all the time. 
you know, they can't cut up, can't have fun because then they'll be looked at as being a fool or they don't look, they won't be taken seriously. There's a time for folly and there's a time for joking and laughing. There's a time to get to business. Oh yeah. Well, like you were talking about the guy that at your work that is uh, listening to the podcast now. Right. And he said, if you, you know, what you told me was, man, John, I, I heard a side of you that I never knew existed. Yeah. You know, and like you said, there's a time for seriousness. There's a time for laughter. There's a time for cutting loose. There's all these different times and you have to play the role at each time. But I think as guys, we tend to get caught up in the seriousness role everywhere we go. Man, we've got to learn how to laugh, dudes. Come oh, on. Yeah. And I mean, that's at, the best medicine. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to learn to laugh at yourself, too. Oh, yeah. You we, do. Self-aware. We talk about it all the time. Yes. Yep. Be self-aware. Know who you are. I mean, we've said it here before. I mean, if you're going to poke fun at me for having a gut, the only thing I can do is lose the gut. Yep. Why am I going to get pissed off about it? You know what I mean? Right. Hey, you got to be able to laugh at yourself a little bit. Don't take yourself so dang serious. You know, if you can't yeah. beat them, join them. And I'm working on catching up to you, Johnny. Dude, you ain't doing a good enough job. I'm trying. You know? I'm yeah. trying. You can't get this, boy. I'm swinging, I'm swinging as much as I can. <laughs> you gotta, I failed miserably, hey, huh? <laughs> I'm over here sitting here with a shed, and you look like you got a bulkhead. <laughs> oh, a bulkhead. A lean-to, maybe? Yeah, maybe. That's redneck term. It's leaning too far to the left, too far to the right. <laughs> <laughs> Can this romance end immediately? No. Thank you. Oh, oh, man, you're you're jealous, Joe No, no, not jealous at all, big boy. <laughs> you getting uncomfortable, Joey? I'm not uncomfortable. I can make you uncomfortable. Oh, don't, yeah. don't. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, we're not doing that on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, but uh, that's, that's for another podcast. That's another podcast yeah. on another platform. <laughs> hip abductor. Um, hip abductor. Hip abductor. Well, yeah. yeah, that's that's got to be a title of a podcast. I know I can make Johnny uncomfortable. Yeah, it's funny. Boots Ray talks shorts. all this shit, you know, and Boots all he does is sit on his ass on a swing in his yard. Yeah. Making videos talking about how much he likes to do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Watching gophers. Hey, don't yeah. hate, don't hate the player. Hate the game, I mean, the man. guy works 20 hours in a week and he acts Maybe. like he's stressed out. Hey, that's not, a, that's not a good week. It's like, Ray, what's going on? Oh, you're going to believe it, brother. I had to go over here and do this, do that. Oh, yeah. Where are you at? Oh, I'm at the house now. Ray, it's 1030. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I could have got done an hour earlier if I didn't have to drive over there. I hate the player, man. <laughs> Jealousy. Jealous much? Can I just stop at the Burger Clink, man? Get the new chicken sandwich. Well, hang on. Hang on. It's a crispy. I want some white castles. what I want. Joe, the notorious one-upper, can one-up that. He don't ever go to work. <laughs> oh, 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 here comes Jobo. The chest is puffing. Oh, the chest is not puffing. Ooh. You absolutely high five. <laughs> high five. High five. I love you, man. Two shed. Two shed. Yes, some of us have disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're gonna pull that card. Save that for other people, Joey. Not in this house. Horace May. Yeah, that, that shit don't fly oh, here. Dude, no, I'm telling you, it's uh, <laughs> it's actually more so, of a blessing than a burden. Nah, I, I, I go to bed at 3 a.m. and I wake up at 11 a.m. and life is good. Yeah, I, you know. John's yeah. just angry at us. He pulls the three to eleven shift. I do three a.m. Hey, yeah. I ain't hating on you. I'm happy for you, brother. Yeah. No, I do work though. I do. But work. I don't want to listen to you complaining about how hard you work. <laughs> you're working twenty hours a week. Save that for deer. other people. Let me ask you something. Have you, you ever heard me complain about that? No. I got to feed you them deer. Yeah. You ever because hear me I understand complain? my situation and my circumstance. Yeah. yeah. That's what Ray needs to work yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, well, nah. Ray doesn't understand nah. because he's riding coasters <laughs> no. all day. Yeah. So he's on that you know, coaster called yeah. Life, man. My life is a game. Y'all here, hold my beer. Watch this, man. I'm about to have to do something here. Hey, speaking of that, what? I just heard that Budweiser oh, is God. creating a 
pouch like the old uh, Capri Suns. No way. So you don't even have to say, hold my beer, watch this anymore. Dude, let me tell you something. All right. Why? I'm not even a big time beer drinker. But if you start drinking beer out of a Capri Sun that, pouch, that concept makes don't no hang sense out with me. me. Hey, don't knock Joey. He started <laughs> drinking that out of his bottle. <laughs> hey, he might be drinking that La Creme de Creme crap over there, but La he ain't drinking out of a pouch. Excuse me, it's Pample Moose. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Dun, dun, dun. In a world. What, what, what? Hold on. I have no Hold idea on, bro. On. I got to, we can't skip over this. Uh oh. What the hell are we doing? Drinking beer out of a friggin' Capri Sun pouch now. Grandpa <laughs> what are we doing? Is it, is it like snack time? You know what it sounds yeah. like? It Before sounds like recess. a really good way to smuggle in beer in a concert. That's it, yeah. You just put it in your underwear. Dude, <laughs> you can buy beer at a concert, bro. Yeah, for $5 for oh, yeah. a friggin' $12 beer. It's like $8. What self-respecting redneck's going to drink beer out of a pouch? You want to talk about about redneck and eyes. And rednecks will never pay $15 for a beer. They'll sit their ass in a parking lot on a tailgate for two hours before get completely hammered before they even walk into the... My man. That's right. Fritzy, I got to ask you. Uh-oh. Are you drinking beer out of a pouch? I am not. No, no. He's, he's actually. I mean, if you could get if they if they sold Budweiser or whatever you're drinking, I ain't drinking a Budweiser. Pouch, you drinking it? Hi, everybody. Harry Carey here. Let's have a ice cold Budweiser. <laughs> Cubs win. Cubs win. Dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Sosa. Fritzy, you ain't answered the question. Well, being that I'm not sponsored by Budweiser, <laughs> <laughs> you're not sponsored by anybody. The answer is no, but hell no. Hey. <laughs> Thank you. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. I'm going to tell you something. If I look over and see one of you guys drinking a beer out of a little pouch, you're going to get bee slapped. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> bee slapped. Yeah, man. you know what I'm talking about. slap with a bee? You know, you're you're going to lose the that out. You know, Circling the hole back. The hole? Um, you see what I did there? <laughs> wow. Um, bringing it back, though, the topic of today is, is kind of this enjoying laughter and being where we are and, and understanding where we are in our life. It took me a couple of years when I moved from Kentucky. I was talking about this the last podcast. It, there was there was definitely certain groups of people that I would be certain ways around. All right, and like certain example, like back home in Kentucky, old Baptist church. You're not going to do what I'm doing here right now to that right. that community of people. Right, and there's a little bit of respect and honor. You're going to eat yeah. good though. But let me tell you something. Heck True. yeah, dude. There was a, there was not a, a chicken left. Like like your granny, man. The Baptists can cook. Let me tell you something. But on the thing, I learned started learning a lot about myself when I moved down here, and I guess it was really a lot of like hanging out with John and understanding my comfort in who I am and my skin, despite what I have, despite my disability, despite all of this. One thing I learned in that journey is I'm going to be true to myself whoever and wherever I am. And you're going to get the goofy. You're going to get the quirky. You're going to get the nerdy. You're going to get the geeky. Oh, God help us. You're going to get all of it. <laughs> no, but you know what? Yeah, the that's way, who you are. Let me tell you something. The way I'm talking right now in, mm -hmm. on this show and the way I act, mm -hmm. I, how, do I act like this in normal life? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would say so. Okay. Well, that's pretty so, accurate so, representation. Yeah. So thank you. So I am true to myself and I'm happy that I am in this season of my life to where I do feel comfortable that I can cut up and I'm not going to get judged by it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because yeah. so there's a lot of dudes out there that aren't. 
They're not. Right. No, they're, they're not in a place they're where they, can, about yeah, it, they can't be who they want to be. They're they're in a bottle. They're living life in a bottle because they're so afraid that if they say the wrong thing or they don't come across the right way or they're not looked at in a certain light, that they're going to lose the value of who they are. It's like like me, for instance. If I'm just going to sit here and do a podcast and then worry that you know me cutting up and having a good time on a podcast is going to have a negative effect on the way that people that work for me, right. if they listen to the show, are going to deal with it. No. I mean, when I go to work, it's about work. It's about doing the job. It's about being professional. And outside of that, I'm who I am. The job doesn't define me. It doesn't define who I am. It's it, it just what I do. Right. And I think a, a lot of guys out there, they're not, a lot, they don't allow themselves to, as Joe said, be true to thine self because they're so worried about what other people think. And they're so worried about carrying a certain persona. And the reality of it is, is that we need to laugh more, man. Oh, yeah. I think that's a big hole left by the father early on. You know, because, you know, you got something to prove. You know, Ray talks about his rage, his anger. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. filling that gap. You know, you you don't have a father that, that, um, the word I'm looking for where he, he validates, validates you. Yeah. So you're looking for that validation through other things. You know, the prime example I think of, if anybody out there has listened or watched uh, that 70s show. Oh, yeah. Red Foreman. Red Foreman. Oh, yeah. Never yep. serious. Never joking. Always ready to stick his foot in someone's ass. You know, you can't live your life like that. No. Well, first of all, it ain't real. Right. Yeah. Of course. Of course. But who, you, you, you got to tell me, you can't tell me that you haven't known a person like that. I've met a lot of people that try to be like that. Yeah, who's never la- who never laughed at anything, you know, at, at least in your presence, who always thought, acted like the hard ass, who always acted like they had everything in control and never just, never cut up, never laughed, never, you know, always took themselves too serious. Yeah, and that's, that's the issue that we face with a lot of men out there. And that's why men are dying. Yeah. And I'm not talking physically. I'm talking emotionally. I'm talking, you know, just dying on the inside because they're, they're, they're front and faking, faking their way through life because they're so worried that they're going to lose respect. And we've talked about respect here, right? Right. A lot. Right. And I think a lot of guys think that, well, if I just cut up too much or if I laugh too much, people won't respect me. No, that's not necessarily true. Right. People are going to respect you for being real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just the way I, I, I felt with my life. I, it's not that I, I wanted to gain respect of others, but I know that in order to gain friendships and true friendships, I have to be true to myself. Yeah. And I have to be comfortable in my own skin. Now, I know this is not like John was just saying. Not every guy is going to get to that level or season of their life right away. It took me about five or six years just to understand and, and, and kind of graduate into that. To where I can cut up and be who I want to be. And some guys may not get it. Well, every, you know, everything's not going to land where it needs to land with, with you know, what I'm doing, what other guys are seeing. Yeah. Everybody hits that mark at a different time. Uh, Maynard at our men's group last night, he just mentioned that he didn't find that mark until college. Yeah, he was always being picked on and always going through a bunch of stuff. But around college time, he finally realized that, hey, you know what? I'm going to be me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do whether people like it or not. And then all of a sudden, just people just started gravitating towards well, it. Isn't that amazing that that's what normally happens when you stop fronting and stop faking and you start getting real? Yeah. You're going to find, I mean, to the guys that are listening to this podcast right now, if, you, if you're if you that dude, I mean, 
Isn't it more exhausting wondering if people really like you for who you are when you're putting on a front all the time? Well, that's it exactly. Because they don't even they don't even know you. Right. So yeah, you're gonna be insecure about relationships and friendships because they're not gonna be based on truth. Mm-hmm. How many masks do we wear on a too daily many. Too many. Too yeah. many. Hang on. Too damn many. Yeah, too damn many. Because we do it all the time. Yeah. The person at the 7-Eleven sees a mask. The person at work sees a mask. At church. The person at church sees a mask. You know, everybody's got all these different masks because they're afraid to be who they are. Well, the other part of it too, that, you know, I think about this a lot. There's always the man you want to be. True. There's a man that you are. There's a man that you were. And there's a man that you want to be, right? And, you know, sometimes people will say, well, you're doing this over here, but then you do this over there. Well, that happens in life. Yeah. As we're maturing and going through this thing and we're trying to figure this thing out and trying to figure ourselves out, there's the man that you want to be. You're just not him yet. Right. And you're striving to be that man. And you're going to hit bumps in the road and you're going to screw things up and you're going to come across hypocritical at times or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it's a learning process. And, right. you know, it's like you hear people say, you know, I've heard people say, well, this guy, you know, he goes to church, but yet he does this, and that. Okay. Well, he comes in here and he can be the man he wants to be in this place, in this moment, in this time. But it gets tough when you walk outside those doors. Yeah. Right. When you're dealing with the world and life and everything else, mm-hmm. we all falter. Right. Right. I, I think, though, John, you hit something there that's really good. And I just wanted to touch base on it and bring it to light. I think it's good for us as men to project the man that we want to be. It's a healthy thing for us to strive to be something. If we, even if we currently aren't, it's good for us to look and say, "All right, I want to be this guy. I want, I want to grow up and have the respectability. I want to grow up and have the poise and the posture, whatever that may be. It, that's a healthy thing. But when we start like looking at ourselves and picking apart our own faults to try to get to that goal, that's when it starts becoming kind of damning to ourselves and not good. It's not healthy. Well, because you're never going to get there. You're never going to get there. But it's good for us to have aspirations to be able to like, you know, I, I kind of want to be like my dad. My dad was a work, hard worker. He worked in the coal mines. He was a respectable preacher. Yeah, he, he did a lot of ministry work. That's that's something good to try to aspire. Right. A good worth ethic, well-known. Not well-known for popularity. Just every, everybody you come in contact with knows it for who you are, where you are. Yeah, And um, I think that's healthy for a lot of guys to try to project themselves to get to that go. Now, getting yourself from A to B, there may be some things along that way and that road and that path that's maybe something you didn't even know about yourself. And as you're going in that road and that path, you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. I I really do enjoy this. I, I like going out and shooting guns or I like going hunting with my yeah. son or, you know, you're like, wow, this is, you open up something and you create a whole new avenue that's just right. like, wow. Well, and the other part of it too is there's there's always going to be things that you aspire to be that you were never meant to be. Right. Very, mm-hmm. that is, I think you just wrapped up what I was trying to say. Because, yeah. you yep. know, there are things that you aspire to be that that's not in your makeup. That's not really who you are. Right. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's, that was good for your dad or that was good for your uncle or that was good for your friend or that was good for your mentor or whatever. But there are aspects and bits and pieces of that that you can incorporate in your own life to be the man that become the man that you were meant to be. Mm. And I think sometimes that's the other thing where we get ourselves, we take ourselves too serious because we're trying to aspire to something that we're really not. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, if you if you don't have an outgoing personality and you're just not, you know, comfortable with being out there or doesn't come natural to you, 
it's going to come, it's going to be forced if you're trying to be like somebody who's like that. Yeah. It's like my son, for instance, he's, he's an introvert, you know, and I'm an extrovert and he looks at his dad and he sees me go around hugging people, high-fiving people and talking and podcasting and leading men's groups and things like that. And, you know, I've had to have that conversation with him that it's okay to aspire to be, to do things of that nature, but understand who you are and understand that that's not who you're meant to be. You're not, you're not meant to be like me. Right. Well, like you always tell him, you know, don't try to be that guy. Don't try to be me. Be you. The world hasn't seen you yet. Right. So be you so that you can open up yourself to the and world. There's bits and pieces that you can pick up along the way that you can incorporate into your persona that can help you, you know, come out of your shell a little bit, but you may not be that dude. You know? I, think it's, I think, too, we have to be very careful who we aspire to be. True. As well, you Very know, it's, it's good to set goals and aspirations for ourselves, but we have to be careful who that, you know, icon or whoever that target is that we're looking at, because sometimes some of those individuals could be, you know, maybe bad. And so yeah. we have to make sure, I mean, going back to our last podcast, we have to be very careful what friends we hang around and what things that we do and what floods our mind and, and where we're going from there. But also, too, it, being very cautious and very aware of who we want to be. Billy Graham is a great example. Yeah. I mean, that would be, that would be somebody that's noble, right? Yeah. But, you know, if your father checked out on you as a kid and you want to aspire to be your father, you see what I'm saying right. there? Well, like I've always said, it's a, it's better to aim for the stars and miss than aim for a pile of shit and hit. That's true. Yeah. So that just kind of summed up what that's you a, were... That, that, you end up with skid marks yeah. on your forehead. <laughs> I mean, that... <laughs> I know rednecks are used to that, but you know, oh, damn it's it's a good like heroin, I don't though. think I ever had that happen to yeah. me. Ray, look at Ray. That's why he doesn't have any hair anymore. He, oh, he kept missing the off. stars and hitting the pile, brother. I had, I had to shave the head. Wow. It got permanent. It, <laughs> it was just he like, like he made him slide many, off the shit quicker. <laughs> too many of those mud facials, huh? <laughs> oh, Mr. Wow. T had nothing on me. Wow. That whole but the other mohawk. Part, but the but the go back to what you're saying though, Joe, what's important for us to understand is all men are flawed. Yes. Yes. All men are flawed. Absolutely. Every great man in history had flaws. Mm -hmm. Every great man in history, people, there were people that didn't like them. There mm -hmm. were people that despised them. There are people that they hurt. There are people that they disappointed. There are people that they, you know, that they insulted. There was people that, you know, that have, you know, experienced things with them that weren't pleasant. Every great man is flawed. Yeah. And what happens is, and I tell my son this all the time and my daughter, you know, don't look at somebody because they have a certain talent and, and assume that makes them a great person. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you yep. can, you can respect somebody's talent mm -hmm. and their ability to perform or whatever it may be and understand that that may not be a good person. Right. That yep. may not be the person you want to be. I mean, yeah. yeah, he can catch a football or throw a football. He can sing or she can dance or whatever it may be, but that doesn't make them a good person. Right. Mm -hmm. And true. You know, the, Going back to what this, you know, circling this thing back around about, you know, not taking ourselves too serious and lightening up. Well, don't put so much pressure on yourself. There you go. You know, I mean, chill out. You know, a lot of times we're our own worst critic. We expect more from ourselves than, than we do other people. And then when we, you know, it goes back to what you were saying, right? We could sit there and pick ourselves apart all day long. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And how are you ever going to grow? Right. If you're beating yourself into the ground every day, how are you ever going to aspire to be aspire to be anything better or greater? You're not, because you're already going to go. Well, I'm already I'm already damaged goods. 
you talk yourself into depression. Yeah. There's going to be enough people beating you and beating you into the Ooh, ground. There's some truth right there. Why you don't need to beat yourself into mm. the ground. Life, bro. That's the right. truth. Just living and waking up in the mornings enough. Well, we have to make choices, right? Oh, right. yeah. You've got to choose to be happy. Right. You've got to choose to laugh yeah. and embrace life. Yeah, we talk about it here in this podcast. We call it a battle because we're in a battle every day. But that mm -hmm. doesn't mean there's not any peace or any comfort or any joy in the midst of the battle. You know, there's a George Jones song that I think every man should listen to after this podcast. And it's called Choices. Yeah. If you've, oh, never, yeah. if you've never heard that song, it's really good. The possum does a good job on that mm -hmm. one. But uh, definitely listen there, to it. There was recently a, a person on a show who came out with a quote that was absolutely amazing. And they said that you cannot wait until everything's good to choose to be happy. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking Dang. about. Dang. It was powerful. Yeah. So you've got to be happy in the midst of it all. You can't wait till everything's good. Because if you're going to wait till everything's good, you're never going to be happy. Yeah. You're never going to get it. You've got to lighten up a little bit. So true, man. That's so I know true. that individual. Yeah. You do too. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a personal choice. You have to choose it. Exactly. And yeah. so many men that are listening to this podcast right now are choosing to be miserable. Mm -hmm. And they just take themselves way too seriously and they put too high of expectations. You've put yourself out there aspiring to be something that's not even realistic, realistic for yourself. And then it becomes, becomes a comparison game. Well, he's doing this and I can't do that. Or he does this and I, you know, why can't I do it like that? You know, he, he's so much better than me. You know, and we get into this rut of just beating ourselves into oblivion because, you know, we're trying to aspire something we were never meant to be in the first place. It's okay to look at other men and, and look at certain attributes of a man and go, you know what? I like to be like that in that regard. I like to be able to... And, and, be able to deal with pressure better. I'd like to be able to love my family better. I'd like to be able to be a better provider, you know, all these different things. But you have to understand that <laughs> the person that you are isn't what makes you who you are. You know what I'm saying? And so many men out there are looking at somebody else. And we talked about it before by looking over the other side of the fence and not realizing the pile of shit you stand on to do it. And, and, and not realizing that the grass is green over there, but it took an awful lot of manure to get at that color too. And sometimes we sit there and we go, oh, I just wish I had that. Or, oh, I wish I could do that. At the end of the day, that person that you're looking at is saying the same exact thing about something and somebody else. You know, there's a word that we talk about in our faith a lot of time. And it's called contentment. And so for some reason... And I don't know where it's come from. And I, obviously, it's our culture. It's the world that we live in. We've turned that word into a bad word. Like, if you're content, that means you're complacent. That means you're lazy. It means you don't have any drive or any aspiration. When the reality of it is, you need to be content in who you are and be content in what you have and be grateful. You know, if we woke up every single day, man, and we were grateful for the life that we have, and we took two seconds out, three seconds out just to say thank you, Thank you that I'm alive today. Thank you that I get to go to this job. Now look, some of you guys are going, what the hell is he talking about? I'm not thankful I'm going to my job. Well, at the end of the week, when you're picking that money up to put the food on the table, to pay the rent and turn the lights on in the house, it's a means to an end. And you ought to be thankful for that. For them, some of you that sit there and you're going every day about you're pulling in the driveway and you're thinking, oh, shit, here we go. Got to deal with the wife. Got to deal with the kids. 
maybe you ought to change your mindset to being grateful that you have a wife and you have children because there are men out there that would die to have the opportunity to have a spouse in their lives, to have children to carry on their last name and to keep their legacy going strong. And some of you guys, maybe you don't have those things, but you got an opportunity to pour into somebody and something else that can that could be greater outside of who you are. You know, be grateful for those opportunities. Seize the moment. As I tell my son every day, when he hits me up on the text, he'll say, I'm going to work that and doing this and doing that. And I always tell him, seize the day, son. Seize the day. And I say to you guys tonight, or whatever time of the day you're listening to this podcast, seize the day, man. Don't take yourself so damn serious. Because <laughs> when you do that, my friends, well, hell, that's what we love to do. Some love.